Hi friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Believe Like a Boss. I am your host, Life Coach Nandi Camille. I am so grateful, thankful, and excited to have you guys back for this last episode in season two. You heard me right, last episode in season two, but I'm excited. I'm coming back. I just am brewing, y'all. I feel like I am the gardener, literally and figuratively, literally because Tyler and I are already talking about what plants we want in our garden this summer, how we're going to rearrange things, what's going to be different. Um, He already bought some lights for inside we're also going to do some herbs inside as well because the cilantro didn't do really well outside last year so we're going to try some new things so literally i'm getting into my gardener phase and i think both uh metaphorically as well spiritually metaphorically i am as well in that i really feel like right now where i am in my life as a whole in career in my relationship in my romantic relationship in my career i said career twice (laughs) uh that i feel as though i've planted the seeds and I am watering them and I'm in this waiting period, but it doesn't feel like this begrudging waiting. It really does feel like a kid who, you know, that project in school you planted, I think a green bean in a milk carton. And we're all just so stinking excited about these green beans to sprout. We're not like, why aren't you here yet? It's just like, oh my gosh, I can't wait. Oh my gosh, is that today? And every single day you come in, you're like, oh my gosh, is that today? And then when it finally sprouts, it's like, oh my gosh, it's here. And then you're just so excited. That's how I feel right now in my life. I don't know what exactly is going to come to fruition, but I know that I've planted a lot of really beautiful seeds that are so fertile and I'm so stinking excited just about this next season of my life. So get ready for season three, my friends. But this week, what I wanted to talk to you all about is taking the pressure off, right? A lot of times we talk about how to hit your goals and how to reset your mind, right? And we're going to talk about the mindset. Mindset is always prevalent. But what I want to do is I want to help you take the pressure off this week. I want to help you take the pressure off. This podcast was inspired by a couple weeks ago, if not a month ago, I had a client and she texts me, she's audio messaging me and she's telling me about all these things on her to-do list and what she's working on and how she's working through it and all this beautiful stuff. I was like, hmm, as I responded to her, I think what she anticipated was for me to tell her, okay, so let's do this. What do you think about that? Like give her some prompts, give her some reflection questions for her to check in and potentially rearrange her schedule in some way. But the way that I responded was, I think you need to take the pressure off. So check in, see if that feels true for you, always, always. But I think that really what I'm hearing is that you've started to put a little bit of pressure on yourself and that's what's causing all of this disdain in your body, these anxious feelings, these depressed feelings, these frustrated feelings. You're putting all this pressure on yourself. And here's something I want to highlight real quick. A lot of times I'm guilty of this too. And be like, the world puts this pressure on me. The people that I don't even know on Instagram, the, the invisible people of Instagram put all this pressure on me. Social media puts this pressure on me. My mom puts this pressure on me. And it's really just us. We may have picked up some ideas along the way from parents, from social media, right? But ultimately, it might just be us that's putting the pressure on ourselves, I want to use this example. Sometimes when we're reading personal development books, like maybe you're reading Atomic Habits, 
you're reading that book and and it's nice because he's telling you all about these habits and how to set up these habits but what can happen sometimes is if it feels like too much if it feels overwhelming if it feels cumbersome what can happen in the brain is the brain says oh this is really hard this seems really hard oh seems too hard i don't know if i can do this something must be wrong with me because clearly other people can do this why can't i do this something must be wrong with me right and that's that is a way that thought in and of itself something must be wrong with me or anything in that vicinity is putting pressure on ourselves it's saying that i'm bad it's saying that i'm wrong it's saying that somehow i'm behind that is pressure unnecessary that we put on ourselves so that's what we're talking about in today's episode is taking the pressure off first and foremost you know that i use this word all of the time and so i'm bringing it back right now play 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 is so important Think about your life right now as a whole. You're a whole person. Career, uh, health and wellness, nutrition, personal relationships, romantic relationships, familiar relationships, dreams, aspirations. You're a whole person. When you think about your life as a whole, does it feel very serious all the time? Does it feel playful and fun and creative? Does it feel like a blend of those? Take a pause right now. Think about you as a whole person. How does your life feel? Does it feel, again, I'm going to ask you, playful, light, expansive, fun, creative? Does it feel tight, serious, heavy? Here's how you can also check in if you're putting pressure on yourself. How do you feel when you wake up in the morning? A child usually is excited for the next day because they're looking forward to the new day, even if they have school, right? They don't really hate the day. Children don't usually wake up that way. Notice in yourself, how are you waking up in the morning? If you're waking up resistant to the day, right? There, it might be that you don't have as much play in your day. And here's where we're not going to judge ourselves. We're just going to take notes always. Mindfulness is awareness without judgment. So we're just going to notice. When I say play, here's a way for you to play with play. Think about your life this way. It might trigger some people. It's not that serious. It's not that serious. Yes, I know that you have these goals and you want to be a keynote speaker and you want to start a blog and you want to make X amount on the side and then you want that X amount to take over your full income so you can go and do that. And it's all, it feels very serious sometimes. I'm guilty of this. I've totally been guilty of this. It must happen, must happen this way. And I sink my teeth in and I sink my claws in and I like, it has to be this way. That's one of the ways that I put all this pressure on myself because if it doesn't end up that way, then I'm very, very upset, right? So maybe take the pressure off. It's not that serious, my friend. What happened when I said that? Again, some of you got really upset. You're like, oh, it is that serious though. And some of you just notice, wow, I am putting a lot of pressure on myself to be a 10,000 follower, 10K a month blogger yesterday. Check in. Check in. When you go to the store, whether it's Ross or even Marcus or H&M or wherever you like to shop, when we try on clothes, right, you're, it's spring now, right? So maybe you're getting ready your winter clothes. You're going to try on some spring clothes. What happens? You put on the jean jacket. You're like, oh, I kind of like this one. Mm, I don't really like the tear in that or I don't like the way the zipper is. I'm going to try a different one. Put on a different pair of pants. I'm like, oh, okay, right? You try them on. You look in the mirror. You see how it looks. You see how it makes you feel. If it doesn't make you feel the way you want it to feel, you take it off. You try something else on. You don't make it mean anything about you. The, that that blouse didn't work. You're just like, oh, I don't like that print. And you put it back, right? I want you to play with your life in this way, right? When you're trying on a career, when you're 
trying on maybe a new idea. Maybe willing to play, put it on. Do I like do I like thinking about myself as a blogger? Do I like thinking about myself as an entrepreneur? Do I like thinking about myself as a mom? A mix of those, none of those. What happens when I try that on energetically in my mind's eye when I think about that? Try it on. How does it make you feel? Does it make you feel great? Maybe you're trying something on right now. Maybe you thought that this job was going to be amazing. You were so excited about it. You've tried it on and you've been in it for six months. You're like, mm, actually, this sweater's pretty itchy. This is an itchy sweater. Mm-mm, it's not working. That's okay. Right? You say, okay, I'm going to take off this sweater then. When I was out to brunch last weekend, I had a friend ask me, if you weren't having to focus on the practical things, what would you be doing? And I laughed. I literally laughed to myself. I was like, what? What? I like kind of short-circuited. Because my brain was like, what do you mean practical? What do you mean practical? I don't approach my life in a practical way. I approach my life in how do I want to feel? Now, here's where I'm going to add that caveat. I am a practical human being. I have a budget, right? I have to put gas in my car if I want my car to run. I have to show up for my appointments on time if I want to continue to have clients. Those are the practical things that I do. But maybe check in. Are you approaching life in a, quote, practical, serious, heavy way? Meaning, here's what I'm, when I say that, in a way that doesn't serve you. Are you forcing yourself to wear an itchy sweater that you don't want to wear anymore? Whether that itchy sweater is a relationship, a job, an amount of money that you're making, the way that you're talking to yourself. Here's the question that I think is helpful for the practical brain that's like, wait, what do you mean? Short-circuiting right now. Don't be practical. I'm not saying don't be practical. I'm saying ask yourself maybe instead, how do I want to feel at my job? How do I want to feel in my body? How do I want to feel in my romantic relationships? How do I want to feel in my friendships? And what might I think and do in order to create that feeling? This is one of the ways, again, I want you to practice taking the pressure off. The practical brain is a well-intended brain. I am not poo-pooing on that at all. The one that says I need to make sure I save up X amount and I have X amount of followers before I can launch X product, before I can even start a podcast, right? The practical brain might be like, I have to do it in these steps. But check in, if that doesn't feel good, maybe you don't wait till you have 10,000 followers before you start the podcast. Check in and see how that feels. The brain might be like, that doesn't feel very practical, but it feels really good. Check in. There are no wrong answers here. The only, quote, wrong answer is when we keep doing things, definition of insanity, doing the same things again and again, expecting a different result. This is the only time I see it as a, quote, wrong answer. If you are doing something again and again, and you continue to get the result that you don't want, you're continuing to speak to yourself in a way that you don't like, you're continuing to go to a job that you don't like, you're continuing to beat up on yourself because you don't have X amount of clients, X amount in your bank account, whatever it is, check in. Here's a few more for you on how to take the pressure off. I love, love this. I got it from Glennon Doyle. This is all a game. Be the trickster. Be the trickster. Play the game, but be the trickster. Here's the example I'm going to give you. Instagram, social media. Play the game. Right now, the game is reels. You don't have to play the game to the T, right? But let's say that your objective is to grow social media followers. We know right now it's 2022 in like late winter, early spring. 
Right now, reels are really hot, right? If you were to post one to two reels every single day, that would be a way for you to gain followership. Okay, now here's where I'm gonna pause. I don't say play the game blindly. Again, check in and see how you feel. If you think about that and your body retracts and it's like, no, 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 no. I do not wanna post two reels a day. I cannot handle that. That sets my brain on fire. Don't do that. But then don't go and beat yourself up. Oh, if I can't post reels, I'm never gonna grow. No, don't do that either. Find your sweet spot. All right, I know I want to gain followers, but I also want to have fun online, right? How do I play the game? How do I be the trickster? How do I make this my own? The other day I was on Instagram and I love, I don't know who this person was. I'm scrolling and this person's like, going to post my one reel a day because that's what Instagram says I have to do to gain followers. And it was so, I loved it because it was honest, but she was still posting the reel. She was still playing the game. She caught my eye. She got a like for me. So that's what I mean. I said, play the game, be the trickster, be ethical. I'm not saying going on to Instagram, play the game by buying followers. No, be ethical in it. Play the game. This whole life is a game. That's the way I see it. Take it if it sticks to you, leave it if it doesn't. A game that I get to play. I get to see if I can move my my piece on my board to the place that I think in my mind's eye I can. It's a game for me. I have some really cool, fun goals in my brain that seem outlandish and outrageous and once in a lifetime. And for me, it's a game. Let's see if I can get it. Let's see, why not? On this one time I have around the earth or on the earth, right? Play the game. Throughout all of this, my friends, I want you to notice when something is not working for you. This is another way we take the pressure off. Notice when something isn't working for you. So again, thinking about that book, Atomic Habits, let's say that you decide, I'm okay, I'm going to start to, I always use this example, 6 a.m. workout every single day, right? It's the easy one for us to go to. I'm going to work out every single day at 6 a.m. Let's say you go to try and do that. And it's working that you love getting a workout done really early in the morning. So that's working out for you. But what's not working is you hate, for me, this is the example, running. Hate running at 6 a.m. in the morning. I was like, okay, I really, really like getting up in the morning. But what I notice isn't working for me is I'm waking up super resistant. I'm not wanting to get up and work out because I'm resistant to the workout itself. I don't want to run. So I'm going to switch it to Zumba. I'm going to try something else out. Right. And again, I told the story when I switched it to Zumba and at that time in my life, I switched it to Zumba and I switched it to the afternoon that works better for me. So notice when something isn't working for you, it doesn't mean that you're bad. doesn't mean that you're wrong. doesn't mean that you're behind. It means that you need a different tool. You got to turn your puzzle piece a different way. Again, I'm going to bring back that quote. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing again and again, expecting a different result. If you are trying to get a different result and you are doing the same things, it's trying to time to try something new. Notice when something isn't working for you. All right, I have a few more here for you for taking the pressure off, my friends. I want you to see if this thought comes up for you. I'll feel blank when I get to blank. I'll feel happy when I get to be in a romantic relationship. I'll feel confident when I get to leave my job. I'll feel empowered when I get to sign my 10th coaching client. Notice if you are putting off joy. That is a way that we're adding pressure. When we take, when we tell it, you can't be happy until this. Add so much pressure to ourselves. Check in. Right? When we think, when I'll feel blank when I get to blank, 
In the meantime, we feel like crap, right? And so then what does that crap attract? More crap. Oh, I can't feel confident, good, and empowered. Literal example from a different call that I had the other day with a client. I asked her, how are you going to feel when you leave your full-time job? How do you perceive you will feel when you leave your full-time job? She's like, I'm going to feel like a boss. I'm going to feel confident. I'm going to feel empowered. I'm going to feel free. I said, okay, feel that way ahead of time. Feel that way right now while you're working your full-time job. Here's why. Imagine going to work, your full-time job. Oh, I hate this. It's stupid. I don't like this. Frustrated, heavy, resistant to everybody. How do you show up? How does your work ethic show up? How, how are you as a human being? Do people like to be around you? What is happening? What are you attracting? Probably more crap when you walk around like that. Versus, I know it feels counterintuitive, but versus when your brain then says, okay, I know I'm not my own boss yet, but I'm finna be. I'm on my way. I'm so excited. I can't wait to like get there. Oh my gosh. I'm going to do this and that. And you know, in the meantime, this job, as we've said before, is my angel investor. I am so grateful for dot, 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 dot. And notice how that energy influences how you show up, influences your conversations, influences your work ethic. Notice how that influences you. And then the energy you have from that place to when you're outside of work, be creative in your space versus the friend that goes home after being cranky all day. Today was another crap day because I'm at this crap job and I'm, ugh, I'm so frustrated, but now I'm way too tired to even work because I just had to deal with all these people all day. Notice, notice, putting off our joy is putting on pressure. See if you can take the pressure off. Have fun, my friends. Have fun at your job. Have fun with your goals. Have fun with yourself. Have fun in your relationships. Have fun with your kids. Have fun with your partner. Have fun with your family. Have fun. Enjoy this process. It is a process. Right? And then maybe you got into a groove and then things changed. All right? Take the pressure off. Enjoy it. Have fun. Be grateful. Notice what isn't working with love, possibility, and compassion. I want to say that again. Notice what isn't working with love, possibility, and compassion. What's not working? Don't beat yourself up for it. Just notice. Remember that you don't have to do this alone, spiritually, emotionally, or physically. For my spiritual folks out there, I think everybody is. Take it if it sticks to you. Leave it if it doesn't. You can always ask for help. God, angels, universe, Buddha, whoever you talk to. Grandpa, right? Maybe you talk to your ancestors. You can ask for help. It is my belief and the belief of most of my clients, I would say, that universe wants to work with us, right? That the universe has your back. That when you ask for help, it is on the way. Play with even that. Even if you're like on the fence about that, and you're like, I don't know, Nandi. I don't know. Okay, try it out for yourself. Ask. But when you ask, don't ask and be like, well, I don't know about those, right? Just, just see if you can ask and be open, right? What you're giving is coming back to you. What you're giving is coming back to you. So if you pray to have a great day, dear God, angels, universe, I pray over myself, over my colleagues, over this day. I pray that I have an amazing day. I pray for all the conversations I have today. I hope that I am confident that I show up with so much joy and creativity and love today. I just pray over all of my interactions and how I am. And 
I ask that you help to change my mind. I've been really grumpy. I don't want to be grumpy anymore. So God, angels, universe, I just pray that you go in there and just help me rearrange things. I am willing to see things differently. Help me to see things differently. And then say thank you. And so it is. And amen. And believe. I literally believe there's little like Holy Spirit gremlins in my brain rewiring things. If that serves you, then take it. I do because I'm like, I need some help. This thought is real stuck and I'm believing it real hard and I need some help. So maybe you pray emotionally, right? You don't have to do this alone. Maybe you hire a therapist. Maybe you hire a coach. Maybe you talk to your best friend. Maybe you call up your mom. Maybe you call up somebody that you can trust and you just say, hey, this is how I'm feeling. That's an easy way to take the pressure off. Just talk to somebody. Venting is called venting for a reason. Think about that. Think about a bag, uh, like a microwavable meal. We all have had a frozen dinner in our life where you have the plastic wrap and you microwave it, right? And that plastic gets really tight. And then you have to cut a slit in the plastic and it breathes. It goes, the plastic kind of subsides a little bit and it breathes, right? That's venting. That's us getting the air out and it literally takes some of that pressure off. So emotionally, maybe you talk to somebody, right? Physically, maybe you need some help. Be willing to ask for help. Ask your colleagues. Ask your neighbor. Hey, can you help me with this project? Hey, can you help me with this thing? There are resources everywhere. YouTube, all the apps. Find something that works for you to help you take the pressure off. Come home to yourself. Remember that you are not behind. There's no such thing. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. So please bloom where you're planted. Exactly where you are is exactly where you're supposed to be. It does not serve you to think that you're behind. I'm going to put it that way. I'm behind, I'm behind. How does that make you feel? Versus thinking, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. This is the launching ground for all of my dreams right here. Take the pressure off. You are not behind, my friend. Take care of yourselves. Take what sticks to you. Leave the rest. I'll see you guys in season three. Hi, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, I would love if you would like, share, subscribe, share this with your friends, your family, your girlfriends. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching or just curious about learning more, head over to nandicamille.com.